Hello, welcome to the podcast, The Lotus Ears, for Friday. Congratulations, you made it. I'm joined by Carl. <laughs> Hello, well <That's>, done. <laughs> and today we're going to talk about the fact that the RAF can burn for all I care. Black Ariel and Black Aragon, and um, what, what the heck, Elon? What the heck are you doing? Ruining things. <laughs> anyway, we shall, uh, I think, do I have something early to mention? No, I do not. So we shall get into the news instead. Yeah. So. The RAF can burn down and, and just disappear, for all I care at this point. It's not their finest hour anymore. No. Uh, for people who don't know, <laughs> they had probably the worst PR week ever. I mean... I haven't followed any of this. I just... So so don't look at me. I have no idea what's happened. I'll day everyone. So you can be my, my subject for yeah, someone okay. who is just normie McNormie face. Yeah. Just what, 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 why what, do we hate the RAF? For the RAF saved us in the Battle yeah. of Britain. <laughs> that's exactly why. That's a- <laughs> no. It, it turns out instead they've decided that those who gave up their lives to free so many, uh, they're white men. Scum of the earth. Most of them were, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's unironically now the official position oh. of the RAF. So we'll start off with mentioning something on the website, being the origin of intersectionality podcast. How, how did we arrive at this problem? Some black Yankee woman came <laughs> up with the idea that what if we had a union of diversity? Black Yankee communist. Yeah. <laughs> was like, hey, you know what? All of this, this success and prosperity, I hate it. Let's change it. Maybe, now- <laughs> maybe this is the curse of the West. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Go and check mm-hmm. out that. That's us talking about in detail well, it, where we got certainly, here. It's certainly not going to bring about the revolution, is what her concern is, actually. Yeah. But we'll go to the news, because to catch up people who may not know about the RAF, how they ended up down this rabbit hole, oh, yeah. well, first and foremost, we'll just be told by Target's diversity and equity chief that the hardest thing to be in the world every day is black. Now, we're <laughs> going to put this to the test okay. with the following She news. looks like she's doing great. I mean, look at where they are. CEO oh. of diversity and Target. Anyway, so the RAF had a leak a while back, which was not pretty, to say the least. They've had some previous leaks that we've gone over. This one here being the internal briefing note, telling everyone that they needed total inclusivity, which included learning, I think, 12 pronouns? 15? (laughs) Okay. Something like that. If we can click on it just to make it bigger for folks at home to, if they can read it. If they can't, I'll read it out. You got they, she, he, zer, per, them, her, (laughs) him, her, but I love the way they, they preface this with common pronouns include. It's like, common. Yeah, include, but they also <laughs> don't include Z, Zer, Zem, whatever. I thought you were talking to the taxi driver and he identified as uh, Per. Oh, every no? time, every time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was in 2020, as you may have noticed. And a lot of people were ringing alarm bell, those who sent us these leaks, for example. And the next one here being National Inclusion Week, in which they had uh, self-criticism sessions on white privilege. If you can go back to that, we can sit. Struggle sessions. Yeah, just a little str- struggle sessions for an hour. Come and talk to us about white privilege and why oh. banter is not allowed. Okay. <laughs> Bath- Bath- That's right, the Royal Air Force. <laughs> Too much banter going on. Yeah. And then, well, someone principled finally had enough within the Royal Air Force oh, and okay. went, this cancer, I'm leaving. Yeah. And... All honour and glory to this woman, actual yep. hero. If you go to the next link here, this is Sky News, who I trust zero. So I think they're probably not even getting as bad as things really are. Yeah. But they say in here that, you know, lady decided to refuse unlawful orders to prioritise women and ethnic minorities over white men, and uh, she resigned. Good. Good for her. Sources described as an effective pause on offering jobs to white men in favour of women and ethnic minorities to hit, quote, impossible diversity targets. Where have these targets come from? Upon high. Exactly. That's the problem. I mean, this if th- this is an institution that's totally divorced from the free market. 
So this surely has to purely be some kind of internal coup that has happened in the armed forces and is now being imposed from above. Well, let's say, for Because example, some American communist was like, I hate America's prosperity. Well, let's say, for example, you're in the central government and because you're a communist leftist, you, uh, you come up with the idea that there should be equality. You've not thought about this for more than five seconds. You just think... Black people make up 5% of population, so there should be 5% of pilot pilots. They're only 3%. I'm presuming that's the voice. Just, yeah. uh, but they uh, came up with that. And then the RAF get applications for fire pilots, and 99% are not black men. Well, they literally can't reach the target. Mm. That's the problem she was describing. Mm. So it was like, well, this is, we literally have to approve everyone who's not even capable of mm -hmm. the job to even get to not near the target. Turns out, turns out the people most invested in defending Britain are the sort of indigenous British. Strange. Yeah. So we've had a real problem recruiting you, uh, the Muslim you, population. Do you remember when the Ukraine war broke out and uh, a bunch of students were trying to flee from Ukraine and they were getting stopped at the border? And this one guy was like, I can't fight for Ukraine, I'm black. Yeah, I do. They weren't having that. Well, <laughs> that was what happened. But we'll go to how the RAF has been treating us because this is the, the newest news. White men applying for the RAF were described as useless white male pilots <laughs> in leaked emails. This is how bad this is, because... Okay, oh, yeah, they... <laughs> sorry, but just... We've uh, had yes. suspicions. He's a pilot, how useless. We, we've had suspicions for what quite some time. What good would a pilot be in the RAF? About how disgusting the individuals <laughs> running just... these schemes are, and how they view us specifically. Yeah, yeah. It is not a slight, oh, I just run the numbers, yeah. I'm just part of the system kind yeah. of situation. And those people are actively disgusting, because they will hate us on the basis of being white men... Even if you're a fighter pilot, you are useless, <laughs> according to them. I just, I, I don't mean to laugh, but it's so ridiculous. It's yep. so ridiculous. All white those male doctors and engineers. Useless ugh. white male pilots in the Battle of Britain saved Britain from Nazi Germany. <laughs> no, but they are useless because they don't reach the quota. Exactly. That's they're, they're, they're literally of no use to the diversity officers. And uh, the full deets are within Sky News' reporting on it, oh, yeah. at least the ones they've made publicly available. I think there's probably a lot more to come out if the truth was to be exposed fully. They say, a number of selection boards to place new recruits on courses, a crucial part of maintaining the fighting strength of the RAF, were also cancelled if they did not include women or ethnic minorities, according to the messages, which has been seen by Sky News. So if we had a full roster and there were no women or minorities, but they were all capable, in fact, some of the most capable, that doesn't matter? Not even slightly. In which case, bin the entire cohort? I mean, it's not like that we've got a country to defend or anything got to throw the whole cohort out armed forces do we really need those if they're not diverse that is the actual position of the royal air force and has been now for several years and the damage they've done already is measurable let, let, let's hope this isn't i don't know broadcast across the news so russia can find out yeah their armed forces are literally collapsing from the inside i mean there are a lot of jokes about western militaries and of course we have fantastic technology it is oh, our yeah. one saving grace. Thank God. That yeah. we have the best technology on Earth. At Thank God the robots are going to protect us until they realise they don't need us. But as for the personnel, um, I mean, the robot's only as good as the guy controlling it. Fair. So they say here, it has also been revealed that the Air Force is paying £5,000 each 31 white men, a total of £155,000. <laughs> this is the, the, a drop in the bucket they're going yeah, to have to pay out. But why are they paying it? Because so, they'd been unfairly disadvantaged by they'd been racially discriminated against. Yeah. And Directly. Now, it's not it's not, ooh, maybe the ghost of racism past yeah. is haunting the RAF and they've been discriminating against right. white men. No, we can directly so, point to where the discrimination took place. So what I'm saying, gentlemen, is now is the time to apply for the RAF. 
go get that bag. <laughs> get get the go bag. Go get it. Go get paid. Because the thing is, that's <laughs> that's what they're listing as what they're going to do. But every single white man involved should bring a lawsuit, <clears throat> and yeah. you will win because you it didn't is get black that, and white. Didn't get that promotion? Get in there. No, it's, get in there. S- sincerely. Yeah, I know. That's what we're I'm talking being about. Totally serious. Make so, them pay you for this racial discrimination. So they were found to have been unfairly disadvantaged by the recruitment policy. Just like that police officer. Uh, the, you remember the guy who's Chester? Sure. Yeah, something like that. He was just he, like this unbelievably good candidate. And they're like, no, you're white. It's like, I'm the guy from Hot Fuzz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Sheriff of London over yeah. here. Yeah, but you are white. You don't fit in in Sanford, Gloucestershire. <laughs> anyway, under the leadership of Air Chief Marshal Sir Michael Win- Wingston, Wigston, the head of the... I'm just going to call him Mike from now on because he doesn't deserve any of those titles. The head of the RAF. Mike over here. Yeah, Mike. Fuck it. I honestly... I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Seriously, about that guy. That's how I feel because we'll go into why in a minute. He sought to boost female and ethnic minority ratios in the Air Force, according to the defence source. Now, this man is a liar. Oh, is he? Publicly. Who can imagine? So if we go to the next one here, you may remember they put out this when we were covering it. At no point did the RAF recruitment process select ethnic minority and female pilots over better qualified white pilots. Why are you paying 150 grand then? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Over 80% of our recruits during the period in question were white men. Oh, yeah, really? What percentage of those applicants were white men? Mm. What percentage of, I don't know, women and ethnic minorities failed to be Mm. selected? It's zero. It's zero percent. If you want a job with the RAF and you're a woman or an ethnic minority, you have a zero percent chance of failure. On the plus side, though, if you're a white man, you've got an 80 percent chance of getting a payout. (laughs) Is that? He says the error that we have corrected and apologize for was the fast tracking approximately 150 women and ethnic minority recruits who had already passed all selection standards into earlier initial training courses. Sure they have. Yeah, by definition, fast-tracking women and ethnic minorities over men and non-ethnic minorities is picking less qualified candidates. Yeah, That's what you did. It's what you've been found to have been doing. And then these internal documents show the mindset you had whilst doing that, which was that there are useless white male pilots. Direct quote. I mean, I'm sorry. The way they talk about white men is actively hostile. The mm. SJWs of Tumblr... Did grow up and get jobs. <laughs> yeah, so, apparently they, they're now in charge of the RAF. So if you go to the next one, you'll see anyone who criticizes him on Twitter, he just blocks. <laughs> what a snowflake. Which is, I, we actually have snowflakes <laughs> running the Air Force. But the thing okay. is, though, right? Okay, let's say that Russia does declare war on us. They're going to be like, right, okay, well, we're going to need fighting-age young men to come and defend the country. I'm not fighting for this. I go to hell. No. Yeah, I'm not fighting for this. I, it is... Uh, it's going to get worse. So we'll go to the next one here because uh, you may remember as well, the Air Force are signing off with pronouns. This is one of the leaked emails from this story. So you have here Joe Lincoln. She says, uh, course load the blank plus any remaining women and ethnic minorities into those priority professions that are ready, even if the EA candidates are not first past the post. The RAF is committed to increasing diversity, and hence we need to sequence inflow into our service. Clear every single one of these people out. We need more browns. Why? Because and, my target. And vaginas. Yeah. Why? Because my target. I, I hate this so much. Joe Lincoln, she, her. <laughs> Anyone really with pronouns. Yeah. Instantly removed from any position, ever. I mean, you, you are... It's not, not just Joe Lincoln. Air Commodore Joe Lincoln. MBE, she, her. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, but literally anyone with pronouns ever I find in professional life, I instantly dismiss, yeah. and rightfully so, because this is what you'll get. Well, it's just 
American communist. Yeah. We'll get to the back to the article because there's more deets that make it even worse. So further review indicated hundreds more had been disadvantaged, sources said. So oh, those yeah. 31 are getting the first payout. Good, good. Hundreds of others. The RAF confirmed that the 31 individuals had received payouts, but did not confirm the amount. I hope it's stacks of cash. The revelations appear to contrast with repeated assurances by Air Chief Marshal Wigson that well-intentioned efforts to improve diversity were not discriminating against white men. Obviously, That's because he's lying. It's because it's a lie. Mike <laughs> over here is telling you a lie. He doesn't care. <laughs> the Chief of Air Staff... I can't believe that the head of the Air Force just blatantly lying to the public about racist discrimination. Yeah. Like, what a world. He's due to retire from his post this week. Oh, that's lucky for him. Hmm. It's almost like that's why he doesn't care. Yeah. Had also repeatedly insisted that his service operational capabilities were never impacted oh, yeah. by hiring people less capable yeah. on the basis of their race and gender. Yeah. Yeah. That, that doesn't make any sense. The RAF insisted that there was no contradiction between saying we don't discriminate and discriminating. Amazing. It's very progressive. I mean, to be fair, that is probably some PR person at the RAF has to sit there and just knows they're in the wrong and through gritted teeth has to say that crap. Yeah. Knows he's lying through his teeth. Yeah. Under the subject line entitled Boarding Profile, the squadron leader wrote, I would be grateful if you would provide me with a breakdown of the candidates awaiting boarding by branch type of profession such as pilot, uh, engineer or chef, and BAME, black, Asian, minority, ethnic, slash female. He continued, I noted that the boards have recently been predominantly white, male, heavy. If we don't have enough BAME and female to board, then we need to make the decision to pause boarding and seek more BAME and female from the recruitment force. Right, so that's very interesting. If we don't have enough BAME people, then what happens? Well, nothing. The military collapses. We yeah, can't nothing. fight Russia. There's no negative consequence from that. I think, I think without BAMEs, we have no strength, though, Carl. Good point. We are literally, they literally worthless. Are, they're literally like our guns don't fire, our planes don't fly. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is why both sides in the Ukraine war are doing so well. It's because one no side bait, has Chechens yeah. and the other side has volunteers from Syria and Iraq. Without yeah, them, yeah. they'd be worthless. Yeah, good point. God. He says, I really don't need loads of useless white male pilots. <laughs> what? <laughs> what would might if we end up in a war? Let's get a focused as possible. Oh, I am more than happy to reduce boarding if needed to have a balanced BAME female male board. Who cares? This Why guy. is this external target suddenly mission critical? Now, I, I messaged my dad this story because he was in the RAF. Yeah, my dad was in the RAF as well. And uh, I asked him, you know, look at this. I mean, they My dad's probably just, watching right now. Dad, I'm sorry. The actual state of it. Yeah. It's, it's embarrassing. And he, he messaged me back something and it, it made me roar with laughter when I read <laughs> it. Because he messaged me back, back in my day, we used to care about UK diversity. My, oh, my Zuma brain yeah, yeah, had yeah, never yeah. even thought yeah. of that as a possibility. Yeah. We need people from the north, we need people from Wales, we need yeah. people from Scotland. We need yeah. Manx, we yeah. need people from Cornwall yeah. with their yeah. web feet, we need people from <laughs> London with their weird voices. Yeah, good point. Like, you know, it, and, and you think for a minute, oh yeah, that's, that's actually really good because it also yeah. gives you geographical knowledge yeah. and so forth. But instead, no, just black skin. That's, that's all I like. Now we about. need to have the uh, geographical knowledge of inner city London. <laughs> That's all we care for. That's, that's where all the fighter planes go. <laughs> On the tube. So, another email. <laughs> Breaking into people's houses. Filming on TikTok. Have you not seen that meme? Where someone was talking about a 4chan who was like, oh, you know, what's the use of uh, uh, AR-15 when the military's got fighter pilots? Joe Biden saying this. 
And it's like, yeah, well, the fire pilots aren't conducting door-to-door services, are they? <laughs> and there's just a meme of, like, a fighter jet with a policeman's cap just going, hello, sir. <laughs> anyway, people know. Another email sent the following day by the same squadron leader, who's, um, you know, not been fired for racism yet somehow, to a more senior member of the recruitment team entitled Boarding Profile Update, suggesting a struggle to hit diversity targets. <laughs> Those efforts included the cancellation of boards that only comprise sorry, only comprised of white men. Why not just start conscripting the diversity? Let's see how that goes down. That's ha- gonna have to be where we're gonna have to go. Yeah. Otherwise, no, you're being literally press ganged into the RAF son. <laughs> <laughs> why, why me? Because you're black. Is it because I was black? Yes, I'm getting there. <laughs> yes, Kill the Russians. <laughs> so but I mean that's just disgusting. <laughs> I mean, any one of those men, any one of those boards. The white people are watching the RAF recruiters just rounding up the diversity and shipping them off just like, what about us? No, we don't need you, you useless whites. Birmingham's been emptied out. (laughs) Just what is going on? Yeah. But any one of those men. But this surely would have to be the sort of philosophy they have if there was a war. So, right, we need conscription. So, literally, they just can conscript all the foreigners to stop fighting. I mean, I support it. (laughs) Just just for the seal. I mean, it would wake people up, if nothing else. So any one of those men in any one of those boards can yeah. sue, and you should, and yeah. take the money. Do we not get any principled feelings about doing the harm, the REF, the other? Nah, screw no. them. Take every penny you can. Everyone we've ever spoken to in this space they has ever dealt suffer. with something similar. They need to be like, they, they need to be held to account, and that's the only way they're going to understand is when their budget is impacted by this. The only thing these people care about is yeah. money. So take it. Quote, you will note, however, that the pot for BAME and female is drained. They're all in the pot now. <laughs> a resource. The melting pot. Well, I've got gold, I've got food, I've got wood, and then beams. <laughs> running low. You need more beams. Imagine having that. You're playing Command and Conqueror. You just can't recruit new rocket well, launchers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm thinking StarCraft, isn't it? You need, yeah. you need more minerals. So I'd, I'd so. like some more uh, planes for the Air Force, please. And just a message comes out. There's not enough beams in your pot. Yeah. Well, you know, you need uh, three steel, four electricity, <laughs> five beams. Yeah. So, quote... From 336C's candidates, we have uh, 10% female, 5% BAME, which we will burn through quickly from using the boarding profile presented. Isn't that fascinating? That women and minorities don't actually want to join the Air Force. No. They're free to at any point. We've actually lowered the stands for them. We're even, begging for them. We're even creating, you may remember, specialised helmets. Yeah. Because, of course, a fire pie helmet... Too heavy is, for women. It, well, it's not just a piece of leather these days. No. And some goggles. It's really, really expensive made custom kit, like tens of thousands of pounds per helmet. Yeah. So, okay, we'll make some special ones for the women. And they're not joining. Not interested. But okay. The demand signal needs to be sent back to the recruitment force to focus now on speeding up all the BAMES (laughs) and female they have. (laughs) We have cancelled two times boards next week due to them having no female BAME or priority branch on them. Priority branch, presumably just meaning more BAMES. Literally just can't function. Yeah. There was a need to review the systemic issues that were causing a shorter return of service for BAME officers and their colleagues as well. Sorry, we have lower quality cohorts because we are hiring on the basis of race and femaleness, uh, which is a spectrum, presumably. You, you can just imagine some Indian guy joins the RAF through compulsion, probably. Uh, <laughs> and for some uh, reason, he doesn't want to stick around. Yeah, but then he goes back on holiday to India and they're like, oh, what'd you do? Oh, I defend Britain. What? Why don't you defend India? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I just love that. Like, we're, we're literally letting in everyone. That includes all the low quality candidates because we need more browns yeah. and women. And then the guys doing recruitment are complaining that the people they've let in don't want to serve as long yeah. as previous cohorts. Yeah. 
Because, well, they're not his investor. They're not the same quality of cohort. No. But okay, no one cares. Don't you literally want to defend England? No, not really. I expect the English to defend England. I mean, our military tradition is literally being destroyed because you no longer have the same investment in terms of years yeah. in the service. But don't worry about that. That's not important. Knowledge. The message dated 19th of November 2020 under the subject of BAME inflow expedite, all in caps, as well, he's angrily writing, give me more BAMES. We, we have a deadline here, <laughs> folks. Can you confirm the fitness test question is being asked and pursued? Because there are potentially some quick wins we can make here that make us all look better, question mark. Look better who? <laughs> I don't know. Like, who is the person in charge who's just like, where are the BAMES? Is it, like, is it Rishi Sunak? <laughs> <laughs> That's just 2020. Yeah. So it definitely wasn't Rishi Sunak. Who was Prime Minister in 2020? Was it Boris? I think it was Boris, yeah. Boris is there like, I need more BAMES. Where are my BAMES? <laughs> I need BAMES, BAMES in the air. What's up, my BAME? <laughs> patrolling the skies. <laughs> and some women. Oh, God. An informed source... It's Carrie's fault. <laughs> an informed source alleged that efforts were made around the time to fast-track ethnic minority and female recruits into the RAF, Holton and Buckinghamshire, without previously passing fitness tests. Indeed, they could take the test on their first day. This meant that they were offered employment, a place on the course, prior to undertaking a pass or fail fitness test, the source said. By contrast, before being offered employment, white men would have to pass the test because it's, you know, the entry test. I just can't take it. Ethnic minority, that sounds bad enough, right? Like, you don't yeah, have sounds, to take the test, right? Yeah. The, the effects of that are the real systemic racism against these white applicants. Yeah. Ethnic minorities and female candidates would also clock up more service time and seniority than white male recruits as a result. They said this was morally wrong and meant that white male recruits were at a serious disadvantage. Morally wrong? Who cares? It's making us look good to whoever is holding us to account for this. But it's not just direct discrimination in terms of we're not taking you because you're white. It's also systemic discrimination on the basis of we give priority to ethnics, therefore they have higher seniority, mm. and therefore you are not able to get the promotions because they come first, first in, first up. Yep. Sky News, using the Freedom of Information Act, asked the RAF if any white men had submitted a service complaint <laughs> for be being disadvantaged by the Air Force. I mean, I, I would write one. I Is think it you should all white? write one. All write one. You should write 10 a day. Yeah. So um, they said, I can tell you that fewer than five individuals had submitted a service complaint that was upheld. So four. Of those that were submitted, we won't tell you the number. They said that would be a breach of confidence to tell you a number. Right. I, I don't know how a number <laughs> would breach it, but five of no, them were upheld. It's a breach of our confidence. Your, your confidence in us. Because when you hear how many digits this number is in, you're going to be furious. However, the informed source alleged... <clears throat> uh, to Sky News, that this included a white male cyberspace communication specialist. Oh, yeah. Not something we need in the modern day. No, Useless and that? white. Why would we want that? Well, he's the chap who's going to get a £5,000 payout. And the reason that it's £5,000 is because, well, the source claimed that this individual was held back from starting an RAF cyber training course because he was a white man. So he missed out on the opportunity to receive a golden hello mm. of £5,000. It meant that he was paid later and unable to advance as fast as his female and ethnic minority counterparts. I'd like him to have uh, compensation for emotional damage as well, though. Yeah. I, we, I mean, are, we are regularly told that systemic racism has emotional consequences. These, these end up becoming generational as well. So his grandchildren need payments from the RAF for this. Reparations, my brother. Yes. I mean, I'm not joking. I'm very serious. Yeah, no, I, screw you. You know, Do we've it. been over this before. I, I genuinely think there is an a completely morally correct on the right side of history whatever buzzword you want to use civil rights movement for whites and men 
in this country. <laughs> Apparently there is now. The reason the state does these sorts of things is because they want to destroy us. That is, by their own ideological superpositions, as we went through with Kimberly Crenshaw. I don't know if... I think I might be over-egging it a little bit. They just find us totally useless. <laughs> and totally superfluous to requirements. Yeah. And in fact, it'd be better if we just didn't apply at all. I'll end this off with something that they seem to have left out, Sky News. Don't know why. Don't know why they left this out. Mm. Here's the data of the kind of people who could even apply oh, okay. and those who are in it. Okay. So I did the, the math real quick. Quick maths. Mm-hmm. 77.5% of the UK pop is white and between 18 and 40. So mm. the roughly military age yeah. standard. 77%. Mm-hmm. And yet, despite that, whites make up an overwhelming higher percentage in literally every part of the armed services. Yeah. I mean, with the Air Force there, what, 3.5% BAME? Mm-hmm. So even though 77% of the possible people you could recruit yeah. are white, 90% of those who yeah. apply are white. Well, weirdly, people who move to a foreign country aren't necessarily moving there to join their military. Strange. But that statistic should be treated as a point of pride by the RAF, like high Gurkha representation mm. being higher than the population. Mm. I mean, for example, Scots usually get a uh, yeah. shout-out whenever we talk about the army, yep. because Scots and Celts are overrepresented in the army, mm. and we're proud of that. Mm. Because we're like, yeah, great, they love the country, that's fantastic. But the idea that the white population loves the army, that is not a point of pride, but instead, F you whitey, you deserve nothing, and they would rather just hate us forever. And frankly, we should hate the forces back until they are proud of this concept, instead of deriding it and discriminating against white applicants. It is utterly mind-blowing that the armed forces of the United Kingdom would be angry with the native population of the armed king- uh, the United Kingdom. And we have no evidence of direct and systemic discrimination against white applicants and, and, and men. And they're making payouts as compensation for this discrimination. Get your money, boys. Should we move on? Yeah, okay, well, that was just harrowing, but, you know, you can't... You've got to laugh or cry, don't you? So I'm going to laugh. Um, but yeah, so I thought we'd talk about uh, Black Ariel. Which isn't terribly controversial. My queen. I don't have any uh, particular investment in Ariel. I don't give a damn. But Black Aragon, <laughs> I think not. Yeah, I've got some more feelings Actually, on that. Actually, yeah, I've got, I got some much stronger feelings on that. Um, and this is something that hit the internet like an absolute whirlwind a couple of days ago. Uh, I was going to cover it yesterday, but I decided to save it for today because I thought you might enjoy it more than Peter Bogosian. Um, but uh, it's, it's as... It's as Awful and embarrassing, as you'd think. And so I thought we'd go through the arguments for Black Aragon and Black Ariel. These are going to be great, aren't they? They're going to be brilliant. Watertight. You are a racist. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be told over and over and over. Are we out of arguments? Is that it? (laughs) Yes. yes. You're going to be told a lot that you're a racist, so be prepared for that. Anyway, before we begin, the reason this is important is because of the concept of representation. Honestly, I can't emphasize enough how proud I am to have done this book club because this is so useful to know. What does representation really mean? No one ever really explores it. And what it means is to make present something that is otherwise absent. Bear that in mind as we go through this segment, what is being made present and what is being made absent. So let's begin with... The Little Mermaid is black in Vox is tired of, and, and the Lord of the Rings, and they're extremely tired. Tired, Callum, of discussing it. It's like, well then, don't do it. Stop promoting it. Yeah. Leave the left. It's not, like, it's not like there aren't plenty of like black characters. Post a right? YouTube video on Vox.com, why I left the left <laughs> by the CEO of Vox. <laughs> what, uh, Matty Inglises? 
I don't know who it is. Sufferable. But the but the point is, you knew this was coming. We knew this was coming. This was from 2022 because this has been announced a while back. <clears throat> but now the media is out and everyone's talking about it. Um, but they they knew. Everyone knew because this is just one of those like there are two trenches. You know, there's no man's land between those two trenches, both filled with people with metaphorical guns, and this line is not moving anywhere. You know, you run across, you're just going to get shot down by the other side. It's literally World War One. Awful, right? But in media form over blackwashing. Yeah. Anyway, so let's go to The Little Mermaid first, right? So look, look at how this is being jury-rigged. It's being actually rigged, right? <laughs> so let's, let's look at the Rotten Tomato score. Just 100% there. 95 is nearly, nearly North Korean levels of <laughs> wonderfulness that this movie has. Uh, right? Now, I'm always a bit suspicious when the critic reviews on the left are 68%. I mean, that sounds about reasonable, actually. You know, it's a live-action remake of a beloved classic. It's probably terrible, right? And that's not even before you get into any of the I just realized those are the wrong way around. Why is the audience score so high? Well, exactly, right? The, the, the critics are actually taking a quite a clear-eyed view on this. They're like, wow. I mean, hmm. I can't get it lower than a five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, they're, they're actually being relatively critical of it because there have been a bunch of clips that have gone around, which I won't play because of copyright reasons. Uh, and, oh my God, it looks abominable. Like, is this a seagull song? Yes. It's not for me, so I'm not going to be like, this is, but oh man. It, it is terrible. It looked terrible. But look at that audience score. That is really, really weird. But John, can you click on that audience score for me? The verified <clears> ratings. Yeah. And then you see that verified audience versus all audience. Huh. 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 So when you pick out 5,000 of the five stars, <laughs> you get a 95% audience score. But when you get the 25,000 yeah, <laughs> audience ratings, it goes down to about 57%, hmm. which is a lot less good. Um, weird that, though, isn't it? That they've decided to start actually rigging the ratings. And people have been noticing this. There's an article talking about it. Um, that literally, like, hang on a second, you're actually screwing with this? QTs, 100% audience score. Everyone loves it. 100% critic score. Do, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But isn't that really weird? Like, they, they've got to the point now where they realise that their Rotten Tomatoes rating is damaging the credibility of the movie. And so they're like, well, we'll just change it then. We will literally just filter out the negative audience reviews. Like, why? How desperate? Why not make a good film? How much of a bribe do you think Rotten Tomatoes took? Well, great question. Wait, why else would you do it? Yeah, really great question. Uh, anyway, and so we can uh, look at the trailer that came out a few months back, and uh, you can see how... 95% approval card. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, that's because, remember, the YouTube disabled dislikes. <laughs> you can't see them. I actually I actually don't have the, um, the browser extension on mine to show them, so I had to ask John how many dislikes has this got. So literally, that's what it's for. Well, three times as many. Literally, exactly three times as many. 1.2 million up, 3.6 million down. Um, we really do live in an almost North Korean-esque way of yeah. media these days. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? With Ron Tomorrow's and YouTube just being like, yeah, no, there is no dissent. Yeah, it's it's actually crazy. And this is actually where we live and wh how we interact with the media of our own civilization <laughs> in genuine North Korean fashion. <laughs> there are no dislikes. Yeah, there are no dislikes. 95% <laughs> approval rating. Everyone loves the dear leader. What yeah, are you talking about? Exactly. Look at it. How could you not love it, right? Uh, and so the thing is, they, they understand. They've got to the point where they're like, hang on a second. We probably shouldn't be having this conversation because engaging in this dialectic is a losing proposition for us, right? <laughs> <laughs> They've realized. <laughs> no, literally, if you get to the next, the Guardian article next, John, um, this, this was... Uh, 
hang on, why are we engaging in this culture war that we're obviously losing? I mean, I, you've never been good at picking them, though. No. Nope. I mean, you guys were sitting there being like, well, you know, maybe we should be paedophiles. I mean, that was a losing one as well. Yep. You still stood there being like, well, aren't yep. they sexuality? Aren't they well, oppressed? Isn't Cuties a good movie? But look at look at uh, Stuart here. This film should clearly be ignored, then forgotten forever. Oh, it's a bit racist. That is. But also, Ooh. you can tell that he's like, no, 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 we're not going to win this argument. We've got to just... Didn't didn't happen. Because mm. the, the right... If dare even say the right in this case, just normal people are just like, this is what are you doing? What is a woman? Yeah, why I mean, are you ruining are, these things? But there are just like every argument they have these days yeah. is a completely losing stepping stone. Yes, yeah, every, every single one, and that's why he's cleverly like, let's just not have it. Let's come on, guys, just just, just. we all know what happens. Yeah. Anyway, so this film cost two hundred fifty million to make not including uh, advertising and things like that. Who who knows how much they spent on advertising, uh, but it did break a hundred million at the box office on its first weekend of release. They're like, yeah, look, mega success. It's like, it's not actually mega success. Great. I mean, no, no, no. It, to get 100 million in America on the first weekend is the metric they use for, <clears throat> like, not a flop, right? <laughs> I, I think it's actually higher, but... Well, for some films, but no, no, I, I looked around. I Depends on what you're spending. Yeah. And in, in total, it got uh, 164 million worldwide. So they're like, hmm, popular in America not popular in the rest of the world. How did the Chinese market take it? Really badly. Oh. The Chinese actually for that. The Chinese actually started uh using AI to make Ariel <laughs> a different ethnicity. The original. Yeah. Yeah. And to close the gap between her eyes. I'm not even joking, I should have brought it up. I didn't think you were gonna ask. Is that the actress? Or is because I didn't it's notice actually, that as well. Well the, the, they are they are fairly widely set, but people are being mean and moving them further apart. <laughs> Um, but uh, anyway, so this this was quite interesting because um, there were some good questions raised by the New York Times. Do you want to just read that? Disney's live-action remake of The Little Mermaid with Hayley Bailey starring as Ariel as a diversity cast, sorry, and a diverse cast, reeks of obligation and noble intentions, Wesley Morris writes. Joy, fun, mystery, risk, flavor, kink, they're missing. Was there meant to be kink? Was there, I didn't think so. Was there kink in the original? Not to my knowledge. I mean, you know, Rule it's 34. Been a, but... it's, it's been a few years since I've watched Little Mermaid, but I do not, <laughs> I do not recall you any recall. kink in that children's film. Well, I mean, she goes into a clam where she lives, and there's the dungeon. You not you don't remember that scene? Yeah, but Sebastian's I, in there with his, with his whips. I view that as a form of torture and not a form of uh, anything well, else. Ariel didn't. But yeah, so the New York Times was uh, genuinely upset there was no kink in this children's film. Which is just really weird. <laughs> what were they expecting exactly? Uh, they literally tell you exactly. We want joy, fun, mystery, risk, flavor, and kink. Well, she was going to have sex with the I don't know the crab. I don't know, but uh, but anyway, weirdly, there were a few fights that broke out during this film uh, about the lack of kink. I don't know, <laughs> but you can you can see in the middle of the cinema people with dreadlocks. Yeah, fighting teens and young men. Yep. and um, scholars, cyclists, locals. Uh, yeah. Uh, Any un- other term we can use to avoid... Unemployed people. The <laughs> details of yeah. the situation. But uh, for some reason, they were they were having a fight in the theatre. Yeah. I mean, the film looks bad, but it doesn't look that bad. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Let's go on to I'm the diversity... fighting in a children's theatre. <laughs> what would I be fighting over? <laughs> what would be the complaint? I, I like the adults, uh, it, it, they're invested in the movie or something. It's like you went to a kid's show. 
But the thing is, though, okay, when you're watching like a Disney film, like one of the animated ones, you can enjoy the film. You know, usually the story is yeah. actually pretty good. But I mean, usually mm-hmm. you're there kind of ignoring it, and it's there for someone else, you know, sure, not but you. Like, but yeah, but like a, a well-told family film will be able to engage both the parents and the kids, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not denying that. What I'm, what I'm denying is that you would go and but, then be yeah, like, oh, I'm, I'm watching Shrek, shut up, yeah, and I start fighting. I wouldn't get angry about it if I was like, you know, I went to the Super Mario movie with my son, and, uh, you know, I didn't have a fight with any of the other dads in the audience. Weird, weirdly. weird. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's move on to Lord of the Rings. Uh, because this is explicitly on purpose. They're like, Aragon, but black. Why? To save black people. They literally say, quote, Some characters may look different from previous depictions, and that's intentional. Oh, come on. <laughs> Aragon, but let me get out my marker. What? Asian Gandalf? Black Aragon? You know what's interesting? <clears throat> Scroll down, that's Aragorn there. Scroll down, that, there he is. <laughs> it's you, like a Netflix special. You know he's a powerful black man because he's wearing all white. <laughs> King of Gondor right there. <laughs> Kang of Gondor, sorry. But, um, uh, but what's really interesting is that, like, yeah, so Aragorn could be black. And you know the Easterlings? You know they represent Middle Easterners. They can be white. They're the white ones. They're in turbans. Yes. We're going to have white men in turbans. Yes. There's a woman in the card art, but like they, they literally race swapped. So Gondor is black. These things are white. What the hell is going on? Why? Um, how does this make any sense? Right. So, I mean, I've, I feel like I should explain to Magic the Gathering, Wizards of the Coast, that um, skin color is dependent on the amount of sun that hits a particular area of the earth in any given year. Which is actually why Europeans have pale skin, because Europe has a remarkably low amount of sun. But if you look everywhere else on Earth, people have much darker tones of skin. And you can literally map the tone of a person's skin to the amount of sun that hits the Earth. And you, it, you will literally get a rough approximation of racial skin tones across the world. But then why is there black people in America when there's also white people, Carl? Great question. Uh, riddle me that. Great question. Uh, history also has not happened. Um, but, uh, but they say great works of art, like Lord of the Rings, are only enhanced, only enhanced, by having multiple interpretations of the world. It's only enhanced. That's, that's even makes, well, no. <laughs> we believe ours will bring joy to many, which it did to me particularly, because I'm not buying this. I mean, I love Magic the Gathering, but there's no way. <laughs> right. I love I love Tolkien. I love Magic the Gathering. So but I'm not he's spending Gandalf a penny. Chinese now. It looks like it. Yeah, it looks. He looks. Did uh, they race swap his horse like the Netflix guys did? Oh well, as well. In, in in oh yeah, that's another point, isn't it? Yeah, they gave him the black horse in. Uh, Can't remember what movie. I think it's Beauty no, no, and the Beast. They race swap the horse Mermaid. from being white to black. No, it's Little Mermaid. Oh, it is Little Mermaid. Yeah. Well, they race swap the horse as well. Even the horse. It's like, well, why? What's wrong with you? <laughs> anyway, um, this fresh update was a conscious choice made in partnership between Wizards and MWE. I don't know who that is actually. Uh, and driven by two guided principles, diversity and originality. Like, Nothing see, original about this. Ha- hasn't been done before, though. <laughs> <laughs> Very original. <laughs> I wonder what colour Sauron is. Or Saruman. Well, they're all white now, presumably. I mean, he literally was Saruman the White. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, anyway. I don't know what you do with that one. Saruman of many colours. <laughs> all takes on new connotations when you start putting it through this lens. Teddy colored dream coat. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out, hey, Gandalf. <laughs> no, no, in, the, in the 2021, do you remember when we did the um, <clears throat> the Tolkien Society? Do you remember when we were like, Saruman, we need to talk about this queer character. 
Yeah. Like, he's not queer, you freaks. I do want to do a redub of that scene when they meet each other, though, <laughs> where Gandalf's trying to warn him about stuff, and Gandalf turns out with an overly, like, Chinese accent. <laughs> and Saruman pops down with an overly camp accent. Just redub it. Hey, girlfriend, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so after after putting this out, and, uh, they, they, you know, they say, our hope is that more people will see themselves reflected in the characters, and that players and fans can find immense joy in telling these familiar stories through gameplay. Man, do you think that was the response? Do you think fans were like, yes, we can see themselves reflected in the game? No, of course not. Right? Everyone was effing furious about this, and understandably so, because this is them literally saying, look, we are deliberately going to pervert the things you love, and so here's someone who's not Aragon with Aragon's sword. Which really played into a certain stereotype, didn't it? I don't know what you're talking about. No, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you yes. want to share with the class? or No, I better not, for, <laughs> for propriety's sake. Um but this, um, if you can scroll down on the tweet, just so you can see the quote tweets. Yeah. Quite Three a lot. Half thousand quote tweets. I mean, there are lots we of comments. Worse. <laughs> <laughs> Gondorians. <laughs> uh, this, this, this went down like an absolute lead balloon, right? Uh, millions of people saw it. A lot of people were very angry about it. And I thought we'd go to David Levitt, a journalist. Hmm. He gave some very insightful critiques as to why you're wrong not to appreciate the new Black Aragon. I am an open-minded chap. Yep. I'm willing well, to hear it. He says, the same racist Nazi F-ers who complained about the Black Elf in Rings of Power and the Black Mermaid and Little Mermaid are now throwing a fit because of the Black Aragon and the new Lords of the Rings Magic the Gathering set. I effing hate how many racists there are in board game space. And then, literally, he's got this gigantic throw. If you just want to scroll down through this, I'm just going to summarize a lot of it. Racist Nazis losing their mind over Black Aragon. I don't like that you're a racist. Racist little S. You're a vile racist. You're a worthless racist. It'd be a shame if Chris Anderson's employer and friends found out he's a racist. Imagine being a, this racist. Aragon is a fictional character. You're a racist. Guess what? You're a racist. A wild racist just appeared. Tired of racists. This is a racist. Aragon is trending because of racists. <laughs> <laughs> Only a racist would be really upset about racist being, <laughs> being called out. Aragon is now the number 10 trend because racists are losing their mind over him being in a card game. Blah, 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 blah. It... It goes on and on and on. Are you convinced? I'm like, not. He, no, no. Li literally, this persuaded zero people. Right? <laughs> like, it just kept going. And you, you could tell that he'd just been there all afternoon just calling people racist. Does he have a thread. job? Well, I mean, I assume that is his job. Um, so just to be clear, the problem isn't that people hate black people. The problem is people like Lord of the Rings. And Tolkien was not a fan of adaptations of Lord of the Rings because, of course, he was concerned about verisimilitude. How much does it represent and embody the thing that he had written, right? And, I mean, we can see in Tolkien's own words, if we go to letter 131 that he had written to Milton here, uh, he literally says that he was simply trying to create what has been interpreted as a mythology for England, because he says um, the uh, all the sort of uh, surrounding cultures, the Irish, the Welsh, the Scots, the Danes, the... French, they've all got their own mythologies, but England actually lacks this kind of core mythology. And so he wanted to uh, to create a romantic story. He says, I had in mind to make a body of more or less connected legend, ranging from the large and cosmo cosmogenic uh, to the level of romantic fairy story, the larger founded on the lesser, in contact with the earth, and the lesser drawing on the splendor from the various backcloths, which I could s dedicate simply to England, my country. It, could, it should possess the tone and quality I desired, somewhat cool and clear, be redolent of our air, the clime and soil of the northwest, meaning Britain and the hither parts of Europe, not Italy or the Aegean, still less the east. 
and while possessing, if I could achieve it, the fair elusive beauty that some call Celtic, that is rarely found in genuine ancient Celtic things, it should be high, purged of the gross, and fit for more, fit for the more adult mind of a land long now steeped in poetry. I would draw some of the great tales of fullness and leave many only placed in the scheme and sketched. The cycle should be linked to a majestic whole and yet leave scope for other minds and hands wielding paint and music and drama. Couldn't be more crystal clear the place in which this is set, right? I mean, it's literally set in the fucking Shire. We live in a Shire. Like, he's literally made this like, explicitly. Zero of them in Africa, it seems. Yeah. I mean, you can see here, he says there was Greek, Celtic, Romance, Germanic, Scandinavian, and Finnish, but nothing English. Literally explicit about I mean, this. it did make me think when you were reading that. When was the last time they tried to race swap, I don't know, like the Trojan War movies? Or No, they did do a, a Black Achilles. Did they actually do a Black Achilles? Yeah. John, can you pull it up? <laughs> I didn't no, know joking. that was John, Seriously, John, just Google Black Achilles and you'll find him. Because that's that's just as ridiculous, like the mythology of the old world. Yeah, Romulus and Remus, they was Kangs too. Oh, they've I, done they've I done bet. Cleopatra. So yeah, they've done Cleopatra. Right? They really are trying to destroy all mythology. Yeah, ever. They they they're just it did you know your history is gone. It's someone else's history now. Well, Whose is it? These people we don't even yeah. have any reference for because we've made no, yeah. them up. There's Black Achilles, BBC <laughs> drama. You be, I mean, you never heard about it because no one was interested in it. Uh, because it didn't represent the thing I, they were imagine, trying to represent. Imagine a Greek saying this. Yeah. Just thinking, what? Well, Stelios. How, if, do you feel represented, Stelios, in your, <laughs> your history and mythology? Yeah. It's just, it's just, anyway. We found an American black man. Yeah. <laughs> so. And the thing is, you might be like, well, I mean, did he explicitly say that Aragon was white? It's like, well, I mean, he said it was set in England. But yes, he also did in, say in the that. ancient world. Of- yeah, exactly. And and that's another thing. Tolkien uh, wrote this to be like history. If we go to the next one, some people just started tweeting like literal quotes from Lord of the Rings. Pale, <laughs> stern face. Yes, Paint, a pair of keen grey eyes, dark hair flecked with grey, and a pale, stern face. Black man, pretty explicit. He was uh, a pale black man. Yep. So I I replied to David Levitt and uh, said, "Look, the problem is there is no such thing as a black Aragon." Tolkien describes Aragorn as having pale skin, long hair, and I say green eyes, but I meant grey eyes. Uh, this character does not match the description and is transparently a skin suit for your wacky leftist ideology. We won't have it. He didn't take that well. Uh, he carries on arguing with me. There is a black Aragorn now, Carl, so deal with it. No, no there's not. Not a very well-received tweet. This. In your head, maybe? Uh, yeah. And then he just carried on arguing, and he got to some great arguments. Fictional characters set in a fancy world don't need a scientific explanation. We've arrived at the, why didn't the hobbits just drive to Mordor in their Bugattis position? Well, there does need to be some canon. Yes. <laughs> but it also needs to make some sense, right? But, like, literally, in fact, go, go back to Twitter. I probably tweeted underneath that. Yeah, I, it's just, why not? <laughs> doesn't need to make scientific sense. You can't accept dragons, elves, and talking trees, but you can't accept a 2021 BMW 5 Series 530i <laughs> With optimal heated steering, why are you so bigoted? That's a pretty good, that's a pretty good post. That's a great quote, a great question. You know, why not, indeed? And the answer is, of course, found in Aristotle. Uh, I will reference my own writing on this, the Politics of One Four Thousand. Without shame. No, no, absolutely. I'm very proud of this, actually. Um, in, in his Poetics, Aristotle argues that the value of narratives is that they are a rhetorical argument about reality. So if these things were as the author has premised them, the events would play out as the author 
is implying, and so there does actually need to be a coherent and logical reason for this to occur. So Frodo and the other hobbits roll up to Mordor in a Bugatti or whatever it is in a BMW that will actually destroy the illusion that I'm making a rhetorical argument about reality because, of course, that would be illogical and ridiculous. That's why, David, just in case you've never read a book. Uh, anyway, let's carry on some more weak objections. I found some more. Actual comment, Aragorn's not African. No. And in fact, you say, he's Numenorian, which is a little island off the coast of a fictional effing place. But you were good with dragons, elves, dwarves, invisibility, and massive disembodied eye, but the melanin is a bridge too far. Uh, yeah, because I don't really think that these people were black, because Tolkien said they weren't black. It's, it's a big argument. That's more convincing than use racist, I'll be honest. <laughs> I mean, we could go back to David Levitt. I mean, maybe he's got some <laughs> thoughts on it. The next one, uh, the skin tone of the Numenorians matters exactly to the plot. Zero uh, percent, sorry, to the plot. Uh, they could be polka dotted and striped for all that matters. But it's not about the plot. Why would I want to watch a bunch of polka dotted Numenorians? I mean, it's not exactly going to draw me into the world, is it? It would be pretty weird if the original story was about a bunch of Smurfs. Yeah, basically, yeah. I mean, it, I couldn't take it as seriously, yeah. for one. I, it, um, especially if it just wasn't mentioned. <laughs> why do they all have blue skin? What do you mean, why? Oh. You know, it's just the way they are. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it, it's not about... It's a mythology for England, what are you asking? <laughs> yeah, duh. Uh, but no. this thing, it's, it's not about uh, the plot. It's about how I feel when I'm watching it, and I don't feel that it's convincing. And if I'm not brought into the rhetorical argument by the artistic verisimilitude of what is being presented, then I won't enjoy it. The next one is, well, on all the galaxy-brained appropriation takes, who is precisely being appropriated from? You, from us. English mythology. Yeah. Like, we, us, the English, we're being appropriated from. Constantly, apparently. It's not even a difficult question. No, exactly. It's a really interesting question, right? And so we get to the uh, white Wakanda. Remind me again, where is Wakanda located? Oh, right, in Africa, on Earth, based on real peoples. No, it's not. But even if... Okay, no, no, no. No, no, he's right. That is. Wakanda is based in Africa, sure, on can. Earth. And the Shire... <laughs> It's based on England, on Earth. Like, the, Tolkien says, I mean, there's a reason that the shape of the thing yeah. is roughly the shape of the British Isles, right? It's it's meant to be an ancient history of these things. I know, it's just the Wakandan thing is kind yeah, of... Yeah, I'll let him have it. I'll let him have it's it. a really bad version, because it, it's not like medieval Africa. No, it's it, modern. Instead, it's yeah. this thing that never existed sure. in any sense. But, but it, it's fine, we'll let him have it. Because, like, yeah, Wakanda, it's Africa. People live in Africa. Who lives in Europe? <laughs> us? <laughs> what do you want? No, like, it's literally us. New Europeans live in Europe, Carl. That's the only people who've ever lived in Europe. Which is why they're all on TV. Uh, anyway, and to top this one off, you'll find that the uh, the next James Bond, guess what he's going to be? He won't be an Englishman. Hmm. I'm, I'm really Sean looking Connery. forward to a Panjit, on the oddest. <laughs> <laughs> Indian James Bond? Yeah. Yeah, that's how I sound. Oh, bloody, bloody. <laughs> friend of mine, I did actually make um, as a thread. I'll see if I can actually read any of them publicly. But no, no, I can't. No, <laughs> no, Miss Bond. We are not going to finna roll the dice, as it were. <laughs> it's just not much of one of those. Can't read them. I assume that the arch villain would literally be a racist. Presumably, like he's not. He's not like some evil villain who's going to blow up the world or something or put England in danger. He's literally going to be a racist. And Black James Bond is going to... That's the plot. I assume it's going to be Idris Elba. How do we destroy, destroy racism? Yeah. 
Anyway, let's move on. Don't you just love entertainment? I've got to send you these... Um... Are you not entertained? <laughs> it feels like I kind of am entertained. You know, because I'm not going to spend a penny on any of this crap. You know, I'm literally just going to be nice nice to them on Twitter. as I, Because uh, I, I am a very nice tweeter these days. And I just calmly respond with, no, this is just wrong. And you're wrong. Drank. Grape drank. Gallon jug. Not carton. <laughs> anyway. Can't remember where we were. So Elon Musk's done a weird one. He's um yeah. freaking everyone out. And um there are some theories as to why. Yeah, what's going on, Elon? So what's happened is he decided to censor the Daily Wires, What is Woman documentary. Even when made aware that the censoring was taking place, he then seemed to back it hmm. and is now saying he's not. It's all a bit weird. But of all of the things to censor, like we've watched What is Woman. It's really normal. Yeah. It's not some sort of anti-trans screed no. that calls them all sorts of names. There are no American History X scenes? Nope. No? Nothing, nothing like that? There's not, not a single slur, as far as I can remember. No, it's a man talking to academics who can't answer his questions. Literally asking them, what is a woman? And Why not... is that the case? But we'll go through something on LotusEars.com first, being Susan Wojcinski explaining why she ruined YouTube. Thanks, Susan. And I'm a little bit worried about if Elon Musk does that, because... Susan didn't ruin it because she was an ideological actor who decided the leftism now. Didn't she? No, she ruined it because she had fifis ah. and decided my fifis matter more than the users. Right, yeah. Specifically, point, yeah. there was the shootings in Paris, and yep. she decided that everyone must now learn about yep. the... Uh, it's YouTube's job. Yeah, so that was the moment in which she changed, because not mm. because she had any ideological thoughts, but instead, everyone must know about this news, because I care about it. Mm. And when everyone told her, no one cares, she said, I don't care, show them it anyway. Yeah. And that's the starting point of, as she calls it, responsibility at YouTube, which then led down the rabbit hole of destroying everything yeah. that we're used to. But we'll go to the news, because the Daily Wire guys um, decided to put this out. See Jeremy Borgen here. Twitter cancelled a deal with Daily Wire to premiere What is a Woman for free on the platform, because of two instances of misgendering. <coughs> Do you not remember? Explicitly, when Elon Musk took over, he explicitly removed the misgendering clause from the terms of service? He did. He but also he was very public back, about it. it. What was it? The uh, Babylon Bee? Yeah. The only reason Who'd they were been kicked, banned for misgendering, yeah. He brought them back immediately. Yeah. Because they're good friends. Yeah. And would speak to them saying, that won't happen again. Yeah. And here we are. Like, Weird literally, what, six months? Yeah. He says, I'm not kidding, and there was a big thread of deets where he's talking about the fact they went right. back and forth with the Twitter guys. It wasn't just a one-off thing. They were going to uh, pay some money so they could premiere yeah, it yeah, yeah, and yeah. advertise yeah. it to loads of people because, you know, Daily Wire's a business. Yep. Business ideas. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair. And, um, well, Twitter decided that it was all fine until they watched the thing and then decided that because there was two instances of misgendering, uh, one from a man who had lost his daughter to his uh, ex-wife, yep. who insisted that his daughter was a son now, so but because what's going on in my eyes is something very sensitive. Um, you probably got an eyelash or something. Yeah, yeah. Something grim. I'm, I'm just very upset about the misgendering. <laughs> 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 so that, that one father who had his um, you know, son taken from his daughter taken from him. And Thank another God instance, Matt Walsh has been stopped. <laughs> and it, well, it wasn't even Matt Walsh yeah. in this. And then there was one other where this guy has a crazy person come into his store and scream at him, it's ma'am! Yeah, yes. And there's an interview with him where he just goes, yeah, I don't believe it, I'm 60, I'm going to die soon. Not wasting my time. Yeah. So that's the other instance yeah, that they objected right, right. to at Twitter.com. So they gave them an opportunity yeah. to Highly delete objection. that from oh, the movie. Just just censor your movie, bro. The, the idea they even had the balls to ask that, <laughs> I think, is noteworthy. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. And of course, the Daily Way went, no. I, I, I thought Elon Musk had cleared out a bunch of you lunatics. Yeah. What are you still doing here? Yeah. 
How are you in charge of anything? Get out. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that happened, which was a bit odd. If you go to the next link here, we can see Twitter removed uh, the TOS, saying misgendering mm. was a crime against humanity. But they still have it under harassment, apparently. Oh. So if you misgender someone, that's under the harassment TOS, in fact. Oh. Which doesn't make sense. So I would have thought it would have ended there and then. You've been like, well, you guys remember that Elon guy who took over? Mm. Blah, blah, blah. Jeremy could have said to them. Yeah. And they might have recorded. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Point. Forgot. I forgot that we're not leftists now. I forgot that literally there's, you know, two thirds of the building is empty because of Elon Musk. <laughs> I wonder where all these people were going. I thought it was lunch. <laughs> Just now came back. No, that didn't happen. Instead, uh, they said they'll censor what's been put out. And uh, they say it's part of their speech, not reach policy. Oh. And Boring says it's a bit like saying you have the right to cast a vote, but we'll make sure it isn't counted, which is entirely correct. It's an apt yes. uh, simile there. So if we go to uh, the king, woke up and was made aware of what had happened, so put out a statement, and he decided to put this out. This was a mistake by many people at Twitter. It How is, many? Is, <laughs> what are their names? How many people made this mistake at Twitter? Where do they live? Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. Um, are we, when you say many, are we talking like a dozen, a hundred? I mean, how many staff do you even have left? You got rid of 85% of them. I think there's got like 2,000, 3,000 yeah. perhaps. It's definitely allowed, the king says. Right, okay. Whether or Lord not, Musk has spoken. Whether or not you agree with using someone's preferred pronouns, not doing so is at most rude. It certainly doesn't break any laws. Totally agree. I should note that I don't. I think it's not rude to do it, but I, do, I, sh yeah. I should... Different views. No, I, should I, think, note, I think he's right. I think it is rude to do it. I, I disagree. I should note that I do personally use someone's preferred pronouns just as I use someone's preferred name, simply from the standpoint of good manners. That's However, reasonable. for the same reason, I object to rude behaviour, ostracism, or threats of violence if the wrong pronoun or name is used. Totally reasonable, middle-of-the-way, compromised yeah. position. Like, I disagree with one line, but that doesn't matter. Everyone could live kumbaya with yeah, that like, situation. Yeah, exactly. Literally, that allows everyone to use the platform as they want. So everyone saw the King's speech and thought, well, okay, I'll be fine then. Um, Jeremy went back to the lads at Twitter and said, okay, well, the king has spoken. What do we do? Yeah. And they said, well, he hasn't told us to do anything, so we're not doing anything. Which, so, I mean, the people at is Twitter... Is that not an instruction? I would have thought, yeah, your boss would have been the thing you listen to. But then why doesn't he just fire them off an email? Yeah. So they, they released it anyway. So as you can see here, they just published it without the agreement to pay for advertising, mm. whatever. And um, they said, well, that was fast, even after Elon Musk says Twitter's threat to label what is woman hateful conduct um, wasn't going to happen. It did happen. They did label it hateful conduct yeah. and throttled the film's reach. So, great. That's Because that's, that, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, if you scroll down on this, um, can you see that, yeah, visibility limited. So you literally can't like, retweet, or reply Share. to it. Not even his own followers could see it, yeah. which was like, this super is, weird. You know, this is like the most heavily censored also, that you could be. I mean, without being deleted. You used to wear a lot longer than me. I've never seen that before. No, I've never seen it. Never seen limited visibility. I mean, a lot, a lot, anything. A lot might have happened in the five years that I wasn't on it. Yeah, maybe. But. So they say on here, um, in the next one, our film has been posted for a couple of hours. You cannot retweet it. It will not appear on anyone's feed. It has been flagged as hate speech. It will be blacklisted from the trends list. It still has 900,000 views. Okay, that's great. But I mean, like, that why, is hilarious. Yeah, but why, why is this happening? Yeah. Um, if we go to... It being released. So we'll take a look at what that looks like if you go to the next link. So you can see here Daily Wire published yeah. it. This has 1.7 million views last I checked. 1.6 million followers of the Daily Wire. Yeah, yeah. And then the various other accounts of the, the hosts who presumably shared it. Um, 
that is pretty good Streisand effect, which we'll get to yeah, in a bit. But we shouldn't have to rely on the Streisand effect to publish things on Twitter. Shouldn't be having this conversation at all. It's weird that we're having this conversation. So the Daily Wire, if the next tweet, I had a bit of a meeting where they're quite miffed. <laughs> As Peterson points here, everyone's kind of just sat around being like, what the heck? I like the idea that Michael Knowles is trolling Matt Walsh on his phone. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of what it looks like is happening, doesn't it? Yeah. It just picked up his <laughs> Guess who? <laughs> Michael, I have you in my contacts. Just sending up dick pics. <laughs> I just reaching over being like, oh, stranger sending you those. Anyway, go to the next one, though. Because message, the main thing is no one knows what the rules are now. Yeah. Which is pretty mad, because mm. we knew what they were, presumably, when the king took over, which mm. is the king decreed, none of that. None of that leftism. Mm. And now a bit of that leftism. Yeah, Why? it's very strange. Especially so, when he said, no, this is allowed. Well, okay, well then, unrestrict the video, and then the whole problem goes away. Everything carries on as normal. I mean, as we thought, you're in charge, right? Yeah. Is, not, is you, it someone else? You, you, you did literally buy the company and make yourself the only person in charge of it. I mean... <laughs> I've wasted money in my life occasionally. Well, you know, I've brought things I don't need. Who hasn't? Forty billion dollars. <laughs> it would be pretty weird to go back on it. That's yeah. all I'm saying. So if you go to the next one here, we can see the fact that Elon insists that it's because it's sensitive content. Ooh, that's right. That's, hang on a second. Right. What? So, hey, it's not very sensitive content. Like there are way more sensitive things you could have published regarding the question of what is a woman. Uh, Skin grafts. Yeah. Surgery yeah, yeah, yeah. photos. There's none of that. There's none of that in there. You still see those on Twitter. They're not labeled. Yeah, I, know, I, know. I see them all the time. Yeah. Which is weird. But then to say that why is a woman and then misgender sort that is this doesn't make any sense, obviously. Yeah. He's, I mean, this is weird, weird thing for him to tweet here where he's like, Well, it's because it's sensitive content, so you won't be able to have people see it or friends like it because of that reason. Yeah. It's not not terribly sensitive. And then something else weird happened. Yeah. You alerted me to. A couple of SJWs left immediately after this news. Yeah. This, um, odd. You can see here from Reuters, Twitter's head of trust and safety says that she has resigned. Well, June 1st, Reuters. Twitter's head of trust and safety, Ella Irwin, told Reuters on Thursday that she has resigned from the social media company, which has faced criticism for its lack of protections before harmful content since billionaire Elon Musk took over. I mean, it's... it's that's one way of describing Twitter, right? You could describe Twitter as has been booming since Elon Musk has taken over. Yeah, you can see the editorialising. <laughs> yeah. You know, why include that particular detail? Who cares about that? The servitors are yeah. the media. Yeah. That's how they write. I'm just going to call them servitors at this point, the individuals who do yeah. this sort of thing, because they're not human in the way that they write these things. The it's next line... Honestly, they've probably got ChatGPT to write this. I mean, if you're not convinced, the next one yeah. is, an email to Twitter returned an automatic reply of a poop emoji. As if anyone doesn't know why. Yeah. Because the media is... It's, it's not like Elon set that up and then tweeted yeah. it and it got 100 million views and everyone... No, everyone you're pretending you don't media, know. Yeah. Irwin uh, declined further comment and Musk did not immediately respond to a request for comment. I just hate the media. I just hate the media. Yep. I hate the media. Actually, this is schizoid posting at this point about it. Mm -hmm. So uh, Fortune earlier reported that Irwin's internal Slack account appeared to have been deactivated. Oh, really? So this is the, the... This is very interesting. This is an average resignation. So this is a nuance to this, because... fired. Turns out this person's, you know, head of trust and safety, not even a position that it should exist. Yeah. That was an SJW position. Yeah. Which, the, the job should be redundant. But the, but the advertisers themselves are demanding that something like that exists. Well, so it's, it's like, almost okay. like we have a Twitter brand and safety position as well for that. Yeah, go on. So if you get the next one, there's more of that. But they, I just found it interesting that her Slack account was deactivated. Yeah. Then this happens, then she leaves. Yeah. It's almost like they didn't trust her or something. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's almost like she's an SJW, though. Yeah, I mean, Elon came out and then said that um, they'll be solved by tomorrow. 
but there'll still be some restrictions. But there's no problem. The problem is that it was restricted manually by someone at Twitter. But also, how is that solving anything? Well, it's not, but like well, just, th- that that was the problem. This The fact that there are people who can see it is not the problem. Weird. The fact that people can't though. see it is the problem. Yeah. So let me go to the next one because the, the Twitter brand safety position also resigned. As you can see here, this lady. Oh, yeah. Um, well, what's her bio look like? The pronouns? Uh, fairly normal, to be honest. Yeah, I exactly. didn't really suspect anything. And then I saw all the responses to her resignation, which were all calling her a commie and saying good riddance. <laughs> Um, well, yes, but... From people that seem to know her. Really? <laughs> yeah, but people can be unkind. They, they can un- be. Uncharitable. Um, if we go to the next one here, I mean, the account's hidden, so we can't find that much. But you can <laughs> see this person responding, you know, about ex-Muslims and Muslim voices. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't know. But if you go to the next one here, someone did get a lot of her screenshots, but she's just constantly whining about white people. Oh, really? That's a oh, shock. White, white woman constantly whining about white people. I know. Oh, Ayed, right. She's Middle Eastern, right? Yeah. Ah, right. Okay, she's Muslim. He's a Muslim whining about the whiteies. Who, who knew that anti-white people might be still on Twitter? Mm. Well, there we have them. I mean, that's the Not thing. Not anymore, I guess. You may remember I said, you know, the po- problem with taking over an organization is actually you may purge too many people and then yeah. lose little bits of knowledge. Because Trust me, you haven't purged enough. No, no, if you purge too few, that's easily corrected. That's true. That's the defense. And, um, well, these two people are now gone. Mm-hmm. Strange. And that's what's the weirdness about this story, because we don't know how related this is, these two people and whoever other needs to be purged, obviously, because mm. what human being was making that decision that what is a woman is some kind of Nazi content? Ironically, uh, the Muslims have a very clear definition of man and woman as well. Yeah. So does Elon Musk. He seems to know. Yeah. Here is just him talking about the fact that he is going to be actively lobby- lobbying to criminalize, well, transitioning kids. Great. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm totally in sport. Yeah, but that doesn't mesh with the idea that you think what is a woman is sensitive content that needs to be censored. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. In fact, strange. The next tweet is him talking about that there's only two sexes. Yeah. If you scroll up on that, just see the context where it's, uh, you know, the San Francisco Chronicle arguing there's more than two sexes and someone saying this idea is so stupid, only intellectuals believe them, and he's agreeing. Okay. So that, that doesn't make any sense. Like, how, how can you obviously hold the position of the normal people and yet in a company be censoring that stuff? I can only assume is that the advertisers must have a gun to his head, right? I Yeah, I mean, we were, we were speaking this morning because I was walking in just racking my head being like, is the new CEO he appointed? Is she a leftist? And he, he can't be bothered to get rid of her? Maybe. Is it the... She, she, she might be like filtering the quote-unquote concerns of advertisers. I mean, I doubt it because he just gets tagged directly when this happens. But even then... Ben Shapiro made a great point, which is this makes no sense, even yeah. if it's the advertisers. Because what you do then is you limit the advertisers. Yeah. You don't limit the users. Don't put an advert on the uh, on the video. You say to the advertisers, okay, you don't want to advertise on certain stuff. You're a, you know, Totally soy entitled jack. to do that. Though. Advertiser. Yeah, but you're totally entitled to say that. Yeah, I mean, but advertisers mm-hmm. are generally just soy jack human sure, beings but like, by looking at them. But, sure, they, but if they don't want to, fine. Yeah, that's totally fine. Then we won't put it on these posts and that person can still post and you can advertise your crap and everyone's happy, everyone wins. Yeah. You can go home and cry to your wife about how people online disagree with you. It's fine. fine. But instead, he did the opposite, which is he limited the users there. Yeah. Which is wrong. But real quick, because I mentioned I'd never seen those limited features, mm. I did go looking for them, and I found a few posts which right, okay. reached that, or at least had this done to them. This person here uh, talking about how they hate Pride Month and Christ yeah. is King, now they did use the dreaded T word yes. in there. 
So I can only presume that's the reason this was later uh, labelled as hateful conduct. Fair. And therefore had limited visibility. Disagree that this is what they should be doing, but whatever. Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't agree, but like... At least okay. I can follow the logic. Yeah. Instead of it making no logic. The, the, the T word is something they consider to be a slur. Fair enough. And then if you go to the next one, I mean, someone didn't use the N word, but it was close enough, I guess, that it got tagged here. Um, this person here saying, just complete random, yeah. what is with the Asian e-girls wanting to say the N word, except he's used a three instead of an E? Right. Smart. That's how, that's how you don't get done. Anyway. Oh, no, not, not that smart, because the AI is like, yeah. I'm not stupid, bro. I'm not drugged up. I know how the word works. You're going to have to call them scholars or something. And then the last one here is someone using the F word. This is a homosexual individual, I presume. Right. So type out happy F month to all my fellow Fs and um, then got hit with the limited visibility on that one too. Mm-hmm. I, this doesn't make any sense to me for the reason I'm about to mention, which is how can you say that's hateful or sensitive conduct because there's a slur in it? And yet, if you go to the next account, don't scroll down because there's going to be a lot of videos of African-American gentlemen is how I'm going to put that, and police footage of shootings, and right. what else. I just find it funny how... This is not sensitive <laughs> at all. I spent an evening just scrolling through this account, because it was kind of mesmerising in that horrific way, yeah. of just loads of um, African-American gentlemen being shot by the police, or shooting each other, or fighting each other for no reason. Don't know why it was just them, but that's the footage we have. Uh, watching the screening of The Little Mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually in there. <laughs> at Hood Fights for L. How did I know? Yeah, but for some reason, none of that content in American culture is considered sensitive. <laughs> well, I just want to label on that for a minute. All right, all I mean, right. American culture is just something beautiful. Did, well, you, <laughs> did you see the footage of the Glasgow machete attack? That was going around. No, I haven't, actually. That's oh, awful. It's but really awful. In this country, you can imagine the Met Police writing a letter to YouTube or whoever sure. saying, take that down. But nobody had. Blah, blah, blah. It's just going around. And I was just like, oh, my God. But they will. I mean, it is part of our culture that the police are namby-pamby about footage. Sure. And we'll continuously try and destroy it off the internet. Mm-hmm. Whereas American culture will just be like, hey, kid, you want to see some more police shootings? <laughs> you can. And that's that's considered perfectly normal. Whereas, uh, oh, no, you offended a minority. Take him down, son. Not even offended a minority. You, you blasphemed against woke ideology. Yeah. Right, that's what that is. You used a word that blasphemed. Because, I mean, like, one of the, the guy who was using the F word was obviously a gay guy who was just memeing, Right. You know, with the like, you know, you, you there, gay boy, what there is it sort of thing. You know, it's like bad he was, boys, you know, boy. he was just memeing on the fact that he's gay, which I, mean, I personally don't have a care in the world about. But apparently Twitter's like, no, no, no. Well, there's a theory as to why this might have taken place, at least from Elon, because uh, he did a bunch of weird tweets. So the next one is just him talking about the Streisand effect in relation to all this, which is... Okay, but... This is a weird big brain of 4D chess moment of censor the What is a Woman movie so it gets more people looking at it. So now all we can talk about is the What is the Woman movie. I mean, here's right. We are talking about it. Yeah. So I mean, okay, if this fair. is 4D chess, funny. I'd rather have just been able to watch it. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather he'd just been able to pay you a lot of money in advertising revenue. Yeah. Because yeah. they were going to pay you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Free money yeah. on the table. The next one is him talking about how the controversy will drive up viewership. Yeah, which, possibly. But I mean, why is there a controversy? He also, the last one here is him laughing about baiting remaining SJWs at work out of the company. I mean, don't get me wrong, that's a good idea. Maybe the censoring of this is to check who agrees with it and then just be like, fired, fired, fired. I don't know. I mean, I kind of feel like I'm coping for Elon if I say a that. A little bit, yeah. So I don't really believe it. If you go to the next one here, we also have the fact that he did do interviews with the Babylon Bee, we may remember, in which he, he mentions in here, actually, which is quite weird, that there are a bunch of SJWs still within the company that we need to get rid of. <laughs> Which, okay, right. <laughs> I don't want to be won back over with this, 
But it, it's not beyond possibility that this is a big brain 4D chess move because he has done stuff like this before. Right? Remember the bot thing where he's like, oh, should I buy Twitter? And then just banned everyone. Yeah. And do you, when he uh, sent emails with um, the, the, the Tywin Lannister sort of different formatting and caught the person who was leaking the emails through the different formatting. So it's, it's not like he isn't clever and hasn't done these sorts of things before. He's a smart and mischievous fellow. Yes. I mean, he literally says in here that there's a bunch of SGWs to still be got... And he says, today we found a list of suppressed websites. Oh, really? Just out of the... We're still digging, finding stuff. Yeah. Uh, in that case, you know, Babylon B was on there, BitChute's right, on right, there. Right, right. Still haven't got rid of BitChute. They need to. Right, yeah. Sad they haven't. Yeah. Probably just doesn't know what it is. But, but it's, it's just it's interesting that actually maybe there is. But I mean, I don't want... But it, as soon as you say it, it sounds like cope, and I don't want to say it. I yeah. I don't want to be the coping guy. Yeah. yeah but I mean, it is, crying. You know, the evidence <laughs> is there that he's said these things. So yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. And it's it's not beyond the realms of possibility, but I'd like to see a bit more hard evidence. Yeah. And then he came out um, just this morning and, and wrote this. We'll be fixed tomorrow, talking about that it's still being censored to right. Matt Walsh. And the next one, I think he's responding to, what was it, Ben Shapiro? Or he's like, or, yeah. or whoever was just saying, um, working on it. Like, it will be fixed. If you scroll up, then you can see who's responding to that. Uh, it's uh, Jordan Peterson. Hmm. Well, you know, all the data, well, I guess. And the last thing here is just... Um, of note about all this drama which has nothing to do with Elon Musk just Candace stop <laughs> I don't know why this keeps happening what's just, she done here just just she keeps getting involved in, in, in things just for no reason like here's a an unauthorized screenshot she says couldn't help myself of everyone talking about the um what is the woman being censored and then her boss Jeremy Boring just being like what part of NDA is so hard to understand it's quite a good <laughs> response from Jeremy actually but it's just not the first time either I've seen it. I just get into like fights for no reason. I, you, you can see Candace's argument. Like, well, this doesn't matter. I didn't reveal any information. This is just fun. No, I'm not having yeah. a go. No, no, exactly. And, and so you can see Jeremy's response. Just like, oh. I do just find it funny where you, you can sense a bit of fuck <laughs> every time. Yeah. So yeah. there's that. But anyway, um, what the heck, Elon? I suppose we'll find out. Well, you are getting an update from John here in live time. If we can do, you wanna, do you want to pull up the thing? A piece of text. Um, oh, Elon Musk has retweeted the movie itself saying they've uh, fixed it and added two links. And he's also retweeted it saying every parent should watch this movie. Right, okay. So, so it's now, is it shareable now? Yeah, right, okay. I presume so. And 8.9 million views, that's not Is bad. that part of the harassment terms of service gone? It better be, is what I, I want to see. find out. But right, okay. So in the time we've been on the podcast, this seems to have become fixed now. So is the coping narrative looking true or falser? I don't know. Do I cope? Do I not cope? I yeah, don't know. exactly. You know, Schrodinger's cope has, over here. Has Elon played a blinder or has he just been caught out? I don't know. But anyway, thought I had to tell everyone about it because it's uh, real weird. And um, I'm hoping that doesn't escalate or become a norm because that is mm. the thing that destroyed YouTube. I mean, Susan Wojcicki did start out as just a naive fool who yeah. wanted to tell everyone about the Paris terror attacks. Yeah. And now everyone hates YouTube. As soon as you start sitting around and you're not explicitly right wing as... That law states, I yep. can't remember his name now. Conquest law. Conquest law. If an organization not explicitly right-wing, they'll become left-wing. I can't remember which one it is. One of his three laws of politics. If you sit around and think, oh, we have a responsibility to the community, you will end up down the rabbit hole because that's where leftist thought is very strong at coercing people into yeah. doing their bidding. Let's go to the video comments. So I always hear from the left that somehow if we have a giant population, we're going to have more innovation and a better economy. Which is obviously shown out by history, because obviously the Indians, Chinese, Japanese took over the world because of their giant populations compared to everyone else back then, right? Right? One of uh, Druck's memes here. You're looking forward to the slums. Community will be unavoidable, because you'll literally be living so close to other people.
Also, to take the chap's point, just massive tech industry in those slums, I'm sure. Yeah. Everyone there. Rocket scientists, you know, geniuses. I am so, so sick of just hearing people being like, more population equals world more good. I hate it. I heard that I'm... Why is everyone leaving India? Yeah. So it's heaven on earth. Anyway. Dr. Bogosian, thank you for taking the time to enrich us with your presence. In your estimation, what defense can liberalism offer to fight off the violent hordes it has unleashed upon our nations? What broadly understandable limiting principle differentiates some uh, something like racial equality from equality of outcomes and intersectionalism? And knowing what we know now, do you think we need to rethink liberalism? Uh, John, do us a favor. Put Alex's comment in the um, shared drive, and I'll tweet that at Peter. Uh, I was going to say a bit bad date otherwise. Well, he was Unless you want yesterday, to do a, wasn't he? So. You want to do a voice? Pretend to be him? No, because he hasn't got a very <laughs> distinguishable accent. No, it wouldn't really work. He's not, not like Jordan Peterson or something, uh, which I can't do anyway. So. Did you see Nick Dixon's Jordan? Yeah, it was really good. Did it on stage. It was very, very kind as well. Uh, Damon says, uh, always good when Colin Callum on. No other duo can quite make you laugh so hard when discussing the collapse of our society. Yeah. I've noticed that. We usually come up with like the worst stories and still end up having fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm having fun, but like... It's either that you cry, man. Uh, HR Slave says... No one else is full clowning at this point. Yeah. As a former recruiter for Rolls-Royce, I can confirm the anti-white discrimination doesn't just apply to people flying the planes, but the people designing and building them as well. Brilliant. Oh, that's great. That's just great. I I love affirmative action in, I don't know, aeroplane engines. (laughs) That's so good. So this ejector seat. Oh, Uh, yeah. (laughs) I just... Well, no, just Rolls-Royce make make commercial airline airs. You've heard about that as well with the commercial pilots. What? I mean... They want all black women cockpits. Yeah, well, I mean, I I don't know about you. Since I've started flying a lot, I do get on the plane and just sort of listen to the voice and go, why... Is it Shaniqua? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, it's Frank, thank God. Yeah, yeah. America's in hospice care says, so let's make minorities look even worse by creating a program in which no pre-qualification entry exam is required for a career path resulting in higher costs for training due to higher failure reattempt fail rates, leading to higher washout rates, leading to higher numbers of minorities unable to pursue the career path, which only makes minorities look statistically bad, increasing higher rates of racially charged political anger, further dividing society. Marx approves. Uh, to be honest with you, Marx probably would be like, no, that's ridiculous. What are you doing? You know, Marx is wrong and bad on a lot of things, but like even he would be like, well, no, don't do that. We don't want the plane just dropping out of the air. I'm going to get on that when I flee Germany or wherever I'm fleeing from. But to, to be fair, do you know the Soviet Union did this? Oh, probably. So I was chatting to a, a fellow in Russia who was actually, yeah. he was sat there, he was laughing at us, being like, I can't believe you guys are doing affirmative action in the West. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, it's silly and whatnot. He says, no, I can't believe it because we did it. Yeah, and believe like, me, when your trains just start crashing... Well, he said that his um, grandfather, for example, because he was Russian, he was kicked out from the university placement. Like, he wasn't taken through. And instead, some ethnic minorities were. Right. Because, of course, the Russian yeah, Federation, yeah, yeah. Soviet they Union. They diversity and inclusion. They had to have diversity and inclusion yeah. for the people from Dagestan, Chechens, and everyone else that you can't even remember because yeah. it's such a big place. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it didn't work, so they got rid of it in modern-day Russia as soon oh, as they got rid of the Soviet Union. Good, good thinking. Occasionally, apparently, a leftist will bring it up, and then everyone just looks at them and goes, "Are you retarded? We're not the West. <laughs> We're not the West or the Soviet Union anymore." <laughs> but that's the thing, isn't it? Is we are arriving in genuinely Soviet times. I- yeah, I mean, the people who live through it point at us and go, "Why?" Yeah. Tim says, "I survived France. Woo, well done." Uh, with work, we regularly have trips to RAF Bryce Norton Air Base. I shall endeavour to keep the rules uh, to the rules we are talked about on the Gold Tier Corps. However, I intend to ask them about die there. 
I'm so going to be fired. Can't wait. Well, don't get fired. Just be polite and ask uh, polite questions like you said you would. Do you fire people for being white? Just ask that. Well, I mean, they literally probably do. No, they're French. They're not white. So. Oh, no, no. He's back from France. Ah. Uh, AC says the RAF is hamstringing itself, lowering the overall quality by chasing diversity quotas. It's a shame there isn't a good analogy for anyone else. Uh, for anything else? Nope. I can't think of anything. Yeah, it's mental. Sophie says women shouldn't even be on the front line. Yes, I know what I said. <laughs> Women should not fight as they would drag everyone else down and put the men's life in danger. That's what the Israeli army found. Um, yep. I don't care about all of the egotistical feminist power fantasies. Women do not belong on the front line. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, me too. Uh, the Unbreakable Litany says, I have a solution against discrimination in the armed forces. National service. Every man or woman at the age of 16 serve or be expelled from the aisles. Um, possibly, but definitely not on the front lines for the women. We're still uh, going to have to press gang the uh, Browns to feed the quotas, even if we do national service, though. Because they, they need long-term fighter yeah. pilots, and without yeah. brown people, the plane just crashes. Good point. So, The French people says England is no longer worth defending. Yeah, I agree. That's not wrong. Yeah. I've, I've written an article today just about like my experiences. and just I'm just going to call it the decline. I mean, imagine being Slovak and drafted into the Austro-Hungarian army. Yeah, you don't know. What, what, you want me to go, go die? For this. What? <laughs> yeah. Soup Can Harry says, I don't know if you're aware, but the new woke model army of the USA, they have uh, a major problem with recruitment and have over 80,000 vacancies they are unable to fill. At least that's what they said in the latest Senate Defense Committee. Yeah, but we have a massive problem recruiting for our army as well. We're constantly, literally thousands of men undermanned. It's like, yeah, why would you volunteer to fight for this place? Also because our advertising, uh, people who do the advertising captor, yep. and they specifically try and target all the ads at increasing <clears> diversity. <throat> mm. Which doesn't pay off, weirdly. No. Yeah. And it also just makes, ten years. makes the native population resentful, yeah. fails to accrue the number of recruits you're actually looking for, and just generally weakens Britain overall. Do you remember that advert they made where they had a British soldier being Muslim? Oh, and he was praying to Mecca. The whole patrol stops. They yeah. stop doing their job so he can do his prayers. Obviously, no. It yeah. doesn't happen. Do <laughs> Did, remember, didn't result in any recruits. Remember when more Muslims joined ISIS than the British army? Yeah, I think it was about the same time that advert was made. Mm. California Refugee says, Dear UK, please stop using our weird race American race politics. It makes you look dumb. Oh, don't we know it? Don't don't we know it, bro? <laughs> just God, I just wish This is our retardation. Get yeah. Back. yeah, no, yeah. Um Interestingly, Colin says, I was watching Simon Webb's video about the RAF. I gather that they would rather have useless female and BAME pilots now instead. Uh, I find this personally a bit annoying because my late father did his national service in that service. Uh, also, I would have thought that the military service especially should not be interested in equity rather than ability, perhaps even actual elitism. <laughs> you would think. I would think. Be the best. Do you remember that saying? I remember. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It used to be a prestigious thing. Yeah. You know, join the armed forces because they, they literally were like, "We're going to be amazing." Literally, their slogan was "Be the best." We don't have much money, so we have to be yeah. the best in the world. Yeah, and outshine the Yanks with all their money, which is literally all of British and English history when it comes to the military. Like, we just don't but have it's the also money or manpower. It's also something we prided ourselves on, even after the collapse of the empire. Yeah, yeah. you're like the you know Delta Force may have this, yeah, this, yeah. this, but the SAS is way yeah. better. Yeah, and we used to wax them in training uh, operations Every time. and stuff like that. And it's just like, yeah, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it really breaks my heart to be honest but anyway uh, Henry says Black Ariel continues the trend of dis replacing redheads and ginger female characters with black ones are also all the casting directors dyslexic racists or something very funny 
Kyle says, black activists, white people have no culture. Also black activists, hey, have you got any more white characters to steal? So that's a great question, isn't it? What, it who, whose culture are you appropriating if we don't have any culture? Um, Biggie Bigfoot says, black Mulan when? No, black Tarzan when? <laughs> that's the real question. When do we get a black Tarzan? We need representation. When I say we, I mean the racist community. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just come on disney just show us show us you got some balls you know you, you take that even further as you change all the animals to just be white men Oof. and then you have a black tarzan that too far i think that's too far okay kevin says you think black <laughs> whereas black tarzan's reasonable demand from disney they'll actually I'll publish that well what's their argument not fair point What's their argument? Kevin says, you think Black Aragon caused the whirlwind? Wait until they named the Black James Bond. I think it's going to be Idris Elba. Yeah, probably. And to be honest, he's I, not a bad choice, actually. I want a Panjit. I want an Indian man to be <laughs> 007. I think it'll be the funniest thing in the world. There's a there's a film called Bahubali or something. You've seen it, right? Is it the... It's the one, it's the crazy one where they're like, you know, it's an Indian epic that's being told and they're flying through the air and it's mental it's brilliant by the way but that's what i want the new james bond to be because i'd actually go and watch that that sounds great with those stupid a million jump cuts yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and the like the the cgi that like he has on the catapult and selves over the castle walls and stuff <laughs> you know, and throwing yeah, balls but... in the air and stuff like that. that sounds great sorry but in 2050 it's not james bond but like i enjoy it. in english class they're going to be teaching the kids about james bond as a yeah. you know english cinema and they'll be the classic era and mm. then the bollywood era <laughs> I like the idea of the Bollywood era of uh, James Bond. Um, but I'd enjoy that. Uh, that's quite fun. Cayman uh, Glare says, <laughs> It's telling that Tolkien's famous quote about evil being unable to create and only corrupt is being shadow banned on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, they are purposely trying to silence this point because they know it's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's because, it's you know, it's literally one of those, you, look, you can't say that because it's devastating to my case. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, that's exactly. Tolkien knew it. Everyone knows it. Everyone can see what's going on. You're just literally being cynical. This is the, the, I mean, they're genuinely taking L's on this, which is good. What? I'm just imagining that the female um, attraction of the movie is, I've got a message from uh, Jammy Bondy over here. So what is it? So Bob and Virginia. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> I can't do accents at all. I find gutting, actually, because they're hilarious. Um, the letter M is for magnifying glass. New search function. Why is nobody turning it on these idiots and giving them the good old, why do you care enough to change their race if it doesn't matter? Why bother? Because they're the ones in the position of executive power. So they're like, literally, we're going to do it and we don't care and we're doing it on purpose. So screw you. Buy our product. It's like, no. Ugh. Four foot Bangladeshi guy. He still gets these like beautiful yeah, yeah, yeah. five foot women. Massive blonde. Yeah, just massively over him. Women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry. Personal ideas for movies. Is the villain going to be... Uh, Someone from Pakistan. Yeah, it'd have to be, wouldn't it? Yeah. The whole movie will center around the tensions between Pakistani and Hindus. <laughs> Classic James Bond. God, that would be great. I'm, I'm telling you, I'd probably watch it for the fun of it. Um, <laughs> you know, because that, that genuinely wouldn't bother me. Um, Baron von Warhawk says, Honestly, these rapes, race swaps seem to me quite racist. Really? <laughs> they think that the only way a black character can succeed is take an already existing white character and put them in blackface instead of creating a new character than standard sign. Yeah, um, but they, they know that that's the critique because we've been making that critique for years and they're like, yeah, don't care. What does a race swap Schindler's List look like? Depends what races you're swapping. Well, people were asking for race swapped Hitler. But I don't think a Schindler's List would be funnier. Black Hitler's ne new Netflix <laughs> documentary. 
I think you can't race swap the Jews. They're too sacred. So they, they I don't still... think you could race swap the Nazis either. They have to be white. Well, no, because remember that Battlefield game where they made them all black and disabled? Was that the Nazis they made black? Uh, I thought they made the Allies black and disabled. I think they made everyone black and disabled. <laughs> <laughs> Allies black and disabled. Nazis, evil white men. No, 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 no. The Nazis are the one thing that Hollywood or Netflix or wherever are never going to race swap, right? They, they can't, you can't have Even a bunch of Nazis. multicultural Nazis murdering the Jews. <laughs> They're never going to have that. Oh, but it would be so good for I us. I mean, it, it would be hilarious, but the literally the last white representation on TV will literally be Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> this is what white people are, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There yeah. was that book, though, arguing that he was gay. Do you remember Pink Nazis? I think it was called Pink Swastika in the book. <laughs> What was it, Eva Braun, like the beard? No, no, the whole thing was it's all homoerotic. I mean, like Ernst, um, whatever his name was, in charge of the essay, he was a homosexual man. Right. That's yeah. why he was killed in the end. Right. Okay. He was the he was found you know, one of the founding members of the Nazi party was actually the like enforcer guy. I until feel it came like to power. the author is bringing too much of his own personality to this. No, but it got a load of backlash, not from the okay. historical community. Because oh. the you know some arguments about Ernst and yeah, some yeah. of the you know boots and whatnot. Instead, it got a huge backlash from the LGBT community. But you are that... saying that the Nazis are us. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Joan of Arc says kink. I'd like to see this creep's hard drive. I don't think I would like to see this creep's hard drive. Uh, George says everything Lord of the Ring related went downhill after the death of Christopher Tolkien. Yeah, because Christopher Tolkien used to gatekeep Lord of the Rings immensely in the way that his father would have wanted. Uh, the estate should be ashamed of themselves for allowing garbage like this to happen. Any company which does these race swaps should be considered a subversive agent and deprived of your money. Yeah, absolutely. Don't give them money. Like, like I said, I love Magic the Gathering, love Lord of the Rings. I'm not going to buy this. You like Magic the Gathering? Oh, yeah. I didn't know you did. Smash Magic the Gathering. Right. Um, I only ever... I, I hate people who play net decks. I always make my own decks. That's the fun of it. That's half the fun for me, is making your own deck. Uh, Ewan says, I still don't get how the Little Mermaid can braid her hand under the sea. Well, yeah, but I don't think it's meant to make sense. Um, X, Y, and Z says, uh, banning it from the trends list, the, the Matt Walsh film. But if she's uh, black, I mean, why doesn't she just turn up in a BMW? How is it that she's got a lot of mixed race brothers and sisters? Was the seagull black at the original as well? I don't know. Because you know that scene? That, like, no, the crab that. was. The crab was Caribbean. Was he? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Was the seagull? I don't know. I'm going to check. Uh, but anyway, banning from the trends list, not allowing retweets or repairing the general feed breaks the first law of marketing. You can build the best mousetrap in the world, but if no one knows you have it, they won't be coming to your door. Israeli Crusader says, we need to start asking Elon to start forcing politicians and government representatives to unblock users. I'm waiting for your um, uh, video comments explaining how Israeli politics works, mate, because uh, I do actually want to know how Israeli politics works. It's weird and baffling to me because I'm an outsider. Um, Andrew says... Uh, Elon has been in China for the past week to visit the Tesla factories there. He retweeted the film 37 minutes ago. The seagull was Jewish. Hmm. So they do race swap. Wow. Oh no, that's even worse. We don't race swap the Nazis, race swap the Jews to be black. That's even that's even more of a time bomb. Uh, well, it wouldn't be a time bomb because it would literally be... We was holocausted. And it, was, it was literally... <laughs> the second you did it. Imagine the first image. Here's Oscar Schindler with a Jewish refugee. God, you can imagine the Hebrew Israelites just being like, this is the truth they were hiding. <laughs> it was really the Holocaust and a black man. <laughs> and what about uh, if there's an, another sort of like uh, Egyptian movie where the Jews are escaping from Egypt? 
<laughs> they're all black. Yeah. Gotta be all black. Yeah. And I'm I'm with the black Israelites. God, there is a, there is probably like twenty five percent of the black American community who know nothing about history. Of course. Probably not even the Holocaust. They'll probably just believe it. Wouldn't that be the, oh, that'd be the what a time to be alive? As Kanye would say. Anyway. We're out of time. Um, more from us as um, the, the, the website. And uh, otherwise, on Monday, we'll see you. Have a great weekend. Hopefully. <laughs> Bye-bye.